Hi, Geneva Lakes Church family. It has uh, amazingly been one year today that we uh, moved into this building and we had our first service here. And uh, what a joy this building has been to be a place uh, of gathering of God's people. And uh, this place is not the church. Uh, the people are the church, but as we gather here, uh, it is filled with the praises of him. And uh, I'm thankful for it. Uh, I, I wanted to just share an encouragement with you. As uh, many of us have been in our homes a lot more uh, together, and uh, as we have had opportunities to see um, our flesh working out, I want to encourage us from Galatians chapter 5. Uh, the, uh, the Apostle Paul is writing to the church at Galatia. Remember that this was the church that um, was probably struggling as a New Testament church on figuring out how the Jews and Gentiles work together. And Paul is talking to them and saying that encouraging them to walk in the Spirit. And as he's doing this, he's encouraging them. And he says in verse 15, but if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. As we spend time, sometimes in more close proximity with one another, our flesh is shown. Jenny's grandfather was a pastor for over 50 years, and he said one of the best places to see the character of a man was on the basketball court. Because on the basketball court, you're getting bumped and you're getting pushed around. What comes out in those times is what's truly in our hearts. And in a time like this, when we are more closely confined with one another, sometimes in our homes, when we don't have that personal space as much as we would personally like, it's actually God working to show us our flesh. Interestingly, the verse before this, Jesus says, all the laws fulfilled in this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Our closest neighbors are those the ones in our own home, those ones who often know our sin the most, and we know their sin. And it's a place where we need more than anything, not our own willpower to find unity, but to heed the warning that we would bite and devour one another and be consumed by one another. But all this is done in the context of the Apostle Paul saying, what's the answer? Walking in the Spirit. He continues in verse 16, Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary to one another. And then he goes on to mention what the, the fruit of our flesh, the fruit of our sin nature. Hear these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery. Those are on the big list. We understand those. But notice he continues. Hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. We all understand and we, we see those, what we could call those big sins. But 
Notice he's putting all these on par, saying even the dissensions, even the jealousies, even the, uh, the dissensions and heresies, the selfish ambitions, these are God working to show us that our flesh is needing a work of the Spirit at all times. We see the contrast here later in this same passage in chapter 5, verse 22. <coughs> Excuse me, but he says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. Meaning, there is no law that condemns these things because these are the things of the Spirit being worked in us. And as we're working together in these times, times where maybe uh, at our workplace things are different, things in our own homes, in our family relationships, we have these struggles. These are a reminder that we need the Holy Spirit's help, the Spirit to produce the fruit of the Spirit. Because anytime we see the biting and devouring, it is our flesh coming out. And it is not by our own willpower that peace will reign in our homes. It is by the power of the Spirit. Now, just like we saw this past Sunday, it's not void of our responsibility. But the need we have at the root is the work of the Spirit. And the way we submit to the Spirit is through repentance. Asking the Spirit to cleanse our heart, to show us our sin, to see if there's any offensive way in us, as the psalmist says, and lead us in the way everlasting. These are times that I believe God is really growing us as people, as individuals and as families. And we can resist God's work. We can complain at the work. As Mr. Powers encouraged us earlier this week, to not be grumbling and complaining, but that these times would be a unifying work, a work of the Spirit, that we would walk in the Spirit and not see the flesh that God would be glorified in building up our families and that each one of us would take that responsibility, look to the Holy Spirit for help, asking the Lord to help us in this time to grow and to be unified. I pray today that God would be growing us mightily, that the Spirit would be reigning and that we would see the fruit of the Spirit being lived out. And as we see that, that's where we see the application of Philippians 2 that nothing would be done out of selfish ambition, but considering others better than ourselves. May God be glorified as we grow, as we serve, as we love one another and walk in community with one another. Have a wonderful day.